Great things happen when Jonathan Kaminga plays. I don't know what to say. What do you We're know? <laughs> We're going to break down Warriors-Hawks. They're, the Warriors are back on the winning track. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to one. So you can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms at her name. It's super easy. At Kylan Mills. You can follow me, Cyrus Otzes, on threads at Dog Wild. Kylan, great to see you. The Golden State Warriors are in the win column tonight. Final score. I don't even know what the final score is. Oh, here it is. 134-112. Uh, you know it was a good night when when the garbage player... The gar- when the, the backup players are playing garbage time. Uh, the garbage players. Uh, no, I did not mean disrespect there. Kylan, how are you doing? And uh, your recap, your immediate reaction to the Warriors uh, victorious. The biggest reaction has to be, what have we been saying? I told you so. Jonathan Kaminga needs to play. Our last episode yesterday, we were just debating, and there were some debates in the chat about whether Jonathan Kaminga should be traded. And you and I were both on the same page. So we have to take a little bit of credit here in saying that JK has potential to be a future cornerstone of this franchise. We both have said it. And to me, the flashes that we've seen, like tonight, are the big reason why he stands out as the player of the game and probably the biggest overall takeaway. I love the Warriors defense. They locked it down in the second half. Uh, I think they held the Hawks to 20 points in that third quarter, and that's when they started to be able to separate. They closed it out down the stretch. Great to see the Warriors finish out a fourth quarter. But to me, this was a huge statement from Jonathan Kaminga. Four straight games, scoring 20-plus. He's been in double figures for a – I can't Ooh. remember exactly what the long number is. but 21. 21? I was going to say 20-plus, right? Okay, so 21 games. He scored in double figures. So Jonathan Kaminga could possibly be the X factor for this Warriors team moving forward, whether he's in the starting lineup, on the bench. He proved that he can get it done. 25 points in 29 minutes and then 11 for 11 from the floor, tying the Warriors franchise record for the most efficient game Chris Mullen said it back in 1990, JK now up in that kind of elite company. And that efficiency is what he's capable of when he plays his game, when he lets the game come to him. And absolutely right, John Holmes. Cyrus has been high in Kaminga for a long time. I also have been on that train as well. I mean, both of us have said that we don't think that he's a piece that can even be up for trade discussions. Um, that he's someone that the Warriors should not sacrifice. I stand by that. I love this organization building upon him. He's so young. That's the thing uh-huh. we also keep pointing out. People expect him to be a finished product. He's still young. He's still being molded. But you see the type of damage he can do tonight when mm-hmm. he's aggressive and attacking the basket. He's unbelievable getting out in transition. He's got verticality um, in driving to the basket and working in pick and rolls. He has strong athleticism that helps him defensively. I thought he had a good mm-hmm. defensive game. And that's something that's been 
you know, a process for him to start to get where to be on the floor and understand, you know, the system and, and what he needs to do to lock their players down in the NBA. But to me, all the tools are there. All the potential is there. Yes, he doesn't consistently execute that night in and night out, maybe perfectly, but he is so young. There is still time. And to me, this showed how high the ceiling is for Jonathan Kaminga. Love what he was able to do tonight. And then my last comment uh, before tossing it back to you, Cyrus, is just the Warriors had to win tonight in honor of their late coach. It was super emotional just to see the guys putting the Brate or wearing the Brate shirts, putting mm -hmm. their jerseys up on the chair where Coach Dayon. And can you say his last name for me? I don't want to butcher it. I've been trying to practice. Milojevic. Milojevic. Mil yeah. I was. I keep saying Mil Milojevic, but it's Milojevic. No, no, right? no, you said it. That's. Aren't we saying the same thing? It sounds like we're saying the exact same thing. It's Milojevic, <laughs> okay. right? Milojevic. Okay, Milojevic. Yeah. Um, just such a huge part of this organization. Absolutely devastating for these players and coaches to have to now move on without him and to see that empty spot on the bench. I can't imagine what that has to be like. Um, so I'm really happy the Warriors played inspired basketball and were able to get a win on a night that meant so much to so many. And, and Steph Curry talked about it in the immediate post-game interview that he would have wanted them to go out and compete. He would have wanted them to go out and, and fight and play the way they know they're capable of. So I'm glad they were able to do that on, on a night like this. I thought the Hawks handled it with class, everyone lining up as they honored him. They played the Serbian national anthem before the game. I think everything was done top-notch in terms of paying tribute to him. But I'm glad to see the Warriors were able to get the result on an emotional night. Absolutely. Yeah, big game. First half of a back-to-back. -back. It kind of sucks that... Um, you know, the good feelings are short lived unless they can pull it off tomorrow against Sacramento. But yeah, this was a, it was a little too close for comfort early on. Um, but they, they pulled away, like you said, in the second half, 24 third quarter points for the Hawks, um, which was huge. The Warriors just took care of business on both sides of the ball. Trey Young did yeah. not play because of concussion protocols. I didn't see the highlight of the elbow to the head that he experienced, I guess, when they played the Cavs a few games back, but um, this was nice. Uh, but again, here, and here's the problem, you know, I want to be happy and I want to be jovial about all this, but the Atlanta Hawks are an awful team. Um, but if they, if they, if the Warriors beat the Kings tomorrow night, I'm going to feel really good. Uh, but regardless, we should be happy. I'm not going to be negative about things. I just, I just want to be cautiously optimistic about, a, about a win like, about like tonight, because we've seen this this year, right? We've seen the Warriors beat these below average teams, which is good. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, but then, you know, when they play these upper echelon teams to get their butts whooped. So, uh, let's hope they bring it tomorrow. Um, what's the, I, you know, someone in the chat brought up Draymond Green. Uh, let me see if I start it or not. Oh, first of all, Val, uh, just to address this, um, because sometimes I joke around about my stoner uh, lifestyle. Uh, I, I don't, I do not inebriate myself before a show. And it's not because I'm trying to be high and almighty. I'm not trying to, you know, take a moral superiority route here. I just want to be sharp. Being high slows me down, man. I I I need to be on my A game for these programs. So Val, no, I'm not stoned. Um, so, someone in the chat, uh, and I guess I can't find it here. Draymond Green looked damn good. Uh, I feel like this is the best he's looked in maybe months. Um, I'm looking at his stat sheet right now, and I don't think we're going to be seeing him come off the bench much longer. Yeah. Uh, and the bench has been playing fantastic, by the way. It doesn't hurt that you have both Draymond and Kaminga coming off there, but. Draymond Green, uh, tied for the team lead in net rating with plus nine, 19, uh, 12 points. Uh, he had two three-pointers. He's been on a tear yeah. uh, from the three-point line this year. But, Kylan, what are your thoughts on Draymond's performance? Uh, the rebounding numbers weren't great. Jonathan Kaminga, besides 
being tied for the team lead in scoring with 25 alongside Stephen Curry. Uh, Kaminga also led the team in rebounding tonight with nine. And that's a, that's a category that I think a lot of people wanted production from Kaminga. Uh, but so Draymond only had five, but clearly his impact was felt. You just sneeze. Is that, I'm not looking at yeah, you. Yeah, those, those oh, are sneezes. Bless you. Bless sorry. you. Okay. I hope you're okay. There. Allergies or what's going on with you? You got a cold? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, so but, but your thoughts on Draymond. I thought he looked great. Uh, it's It's been a long time coming for Dray where – it wasn't just the fact that he looked good on a productive level. He looked happy. Like, like you saw him smiling. I almost felt like something clicked with him where like, and again, I know I'm just playing mind reader here, which is just a spitting, but um, he looked like someone who realized, again, this is just me reading body language. So just take that for what it's worth. But it looked like, he looked like someone who it clicked for him where he realized I can play this game without talking smack, without being angry. That's what I saw. I don't know your thoughts, Kyler. I agree. I think if you watch Draymond Green, and since he's been back, I feel like if you watch his body language, his interaction with teammates, the referees, he's done a better job so far in keeping himself under control, keeping his emotions in check, and he looks relaxed. I think that's a big part of it. Like yes. you pointed out, he looks like he's enjoying the game and that he's relaxed and living in the moment, uh, but also – I don't know. Like I said, I feel like just keeping his emotions in check. And that was the big question mark for him after he was suspended by the league, had to undergo counseling, what Draymond Green is going to come back to this Warriors team. And I think there has been a change since he's been back. Hopefully it continues moving forward. Mm -hmm. The thing that doesn't show up on the stat sheet is what he does in terms of facilitating the offense and also defense, basically being the defensive captain and floor leader in terms of just being in the right spot, right? sharp on rotations, sliding over to help. Like There's so many little things that he does that don't show up, and that's where I feel like, yes, I think the numbers were good. I mean, 12 points in the plus 19, five boards, three assists, two steals, a block. Like These are all good numbers, but I think the impact goes far beyond that. Um, his tear from beyond the arc as well could be very positive moving forward, knocking down a pair of threes. I think where they both in the first half really helps the Warriors spread the floor and, you know, is huge in terms of forcing those defenders out from under the basket to guard him if he gets out there away uh, and on the perimeter. So to me, keep hitting the threes, Draymond Green, keep being aggressive. You love to see that efficient tonight, five of six from the floor. Um, and then I think the assist number, you see three there, but to me his impact on the offense is much higher than that because He's able to read plays so well. He knows Steph so well. The guys around him, he just is a smart player. Um, mm -hmm. And then defensively, same thing. He, he knows where to be and how to tell guys where to go. Um, good intensity and good energy from Draymond tonight. Positive attitude from what you could see, at least, um, watching the game. So I think all around, big impact. Great to see Draymond back and to be making a positive impact on the team. Absolutely. And I also love the fact that Draymond is out there coaching Kaminga. I I, I yeah. don't know if, we, if the mics caught it, but I saw him. Uh, I can't remember if we heard it, if it was lip reading, but it was obvious where he told Kaminga, like, no one can stop you. And I agree with that. Kaminga's at that point where on a one-on-one -on -one level, if he's not getting double teamed and we're seeing him realize this, like the confidence is growing, that he's unstoppable. He's got lightning quick speed, both with his feet and with his handling. He's incredibly athletic. We've been talking about this since his rookie year, and I don't hear a lot of other other media members bring this up, how skilled he is on an ambidextrous level. Like, he's as good with his left as he is with his right. Um, that is not a liability. Like, defenders cannot square him up and force him to go left. Like, that's some sort of advantage for the defender. It's not. 
He's just as effective on both sides. Reminds me a lot of Stephen Curry in that regard because Steph, since his rookie year, was also uh, equally dominant on both sides with his left and his right hand. It is fantastic to see. I love seeing the Draymond stuff. When we come back, Kylan, uh, I want to pick your brain on two things. One, we, we, we got a first look, a very a, a firsthand close look at DeJounte Murray, uh, a player that has been linked to the Warriors a lot uh, behind the scenes. I know with certainty the team wants him. I, we, we found out today what the asking price is. So I'd love to know your thoughts on DeJounte Murray as a potential fit with the Golden State Warriors. And then I want to talk about, um, and, and yes, I agree, by the way, with, with Benjamin Shin. Kaminga is a franchise player. Um, do not trade him unless it's for an equally high-profile star-type player. Hey, just don't trade him. Just don't trade him. The future's bright. Let's let's keep him. Um, but I'd love to get your thoughts on that. And also Andrew Wiggins. Um, because some people in the chat tonight, for example, are saying, I love seeing him and Kaminga out there together. Uh, but I I'm I don't know. I want to I want to know what you think about Wiggins and whether or not he should be uh, a player that stays with the team or if they should maybe consider trading him, because I still would like to see him maybe get moved for another piece. That could just be me. I don't know. We'll find out. First, though, let's talk about ooh, we got a brand new sponsor, Grammarly. I mean, we Kylan. Well, that's a this is a crazy sponsor here. I, I have you ever used Grammarly like on a personal level? I know people love it when it comes to uh, uh, the writing proficiency. Have you ever used that, Kylan? Uh, Grammarly? Uh, I haven't. If I was still like writing articles for websites, or I don't know. I mean, I guess working in local news and sports broadcast, I used to have yeah. to do stories for the web. I don't really anymore because uh, there's web people at the network level, but huge tool awesome yeah i like i said haven't necessarily needed it but i think it's a great option for folks absolutely and we're really stoked to have them as a sponsor now when it comes to writing grammarly is there to support you from start to finish and for over 10 years they've been powered by ai technology you can trust to help you across all the places where you write the most and it can help you with difficult situations if you're writing let's say an important email maybe you're writing a cover letter Whatever the case may be, you want to sound smart when you are transmitting written content. And Grammarly is absolutely there to help you with that. Um, ideas, outlines, you know, if you need to polish your writing, whatever it is, Grammarly is there to help you. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free today. That's what they're offering right now. Again, Grammarly. G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast and try it for free. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But if you do, heck, it's a great way to get you hooked in. Today's show is also brought to you by, we got a double sponsor here for this first break, and that's Prize Picks, uh, an application, a game, whatever you want to call it. It's daily fantasy made easy. It's super fun. Have you gotten, Have you tried it yet, Kylan? We've been talking about this for a long time, but have you actually given it a shot or are you still... Uh, have you not tried it yet? No, not yet. <laughs> yeah, at least introduce it to Charlie. I'm telling you, especially Charlie, because I know he's covering a lot of like Cincinnati sports, right? Yeah, like the he Cincinnati is. Bearcats. You can even you can even place bets down on college players. It does, it can be any sport: football, basketball, soccer. The premise. You've heard me talk about this forever. But if you're a new listener to the program, maybe you haven't. And if you're if you're unfamiliar with Prize Picks. Besides the fact that it's actually legal here in the state of California, it's so damn fun. It's all about betting on individuals and whether or not they're going to, let's say, score more or less than, grab more or less than, dish out more or less than a certain figure, whether it's assists, rebounds, points. 
you can go across the spectrum. For example, you can bet on Stephen Curry scoring more than what's likely going to be 29 and a half points. Um, that's usually the number they set for Steph. But you can also place him as one of the, the two players because you have to do a minimum of two players. And so the other one could be Brock Purdy. And maybe you think he's going to be rolling this Sunday against the Lions. I certainly think so. And maybe maybe you have to decide on more or less than two and a half touchdown passes. That's the whole premise. If you go up to six players and you nail all six, you can win up to 25 times what you put in. It's super fun. Go check it out. Go to pricefix.com slash NBA and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. One more time prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. You are locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And go subscribe to Kylan Mills on literally any social media platform. All the handles are the same, at Kylan Mills. It's super easy. Um, what's not easy is a question I'm going to pose to you right now, Kylan, which is things are fine and dandy with the current roster. When it comes to that wing position We're we're seeing uh, Kaminga and Wiggins play together more. It's no longer a nightmare scenario when they're out there, they're actually being productive and positive, but in, in the not too distant future, we're going to have Moses Moody back. And as much praise as you and I give to Jonathan Kaminga, we give it also to Moses Moody. Moody's, I love Moody almost as much. I think Kaminga has superstar potential. Um, mm-hmm. I think less and less people are laughing at me about me saying Jason Tatum is the ceiling uh, for Jonathan Kaminga. But I don't think Moses Moody is that far behind. Uh, maybe not superstar potential, but he could be a type of player who makes an all-star team someday. Or at a minimum, ends up being a starter as part of a great team. He's going to be back soon. Gary Payne the second is going to be back soon. We're going to have a logjam issue again. Um, I'm My tune has not changed on Andrew Wiggins. I know he looked decent tonight. Although if you're someone like me who pays attention to the nuance, this is a player who's still a shell of his old self. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing him get beat routinely defensively. Uh, I know he had one dunk tonight, but monster slams and athletic prowess used to be the norm for Andrew Wiggins. And now suddenly we're like impressed if he does something that used to be a common thing for him. His numbers tonight, he played 30 minutes, just shy of that 29 minutes, 27 seconds, four of 11 from the field. Eh, Oh, of four from three, uh, 12 points, five rebounds in 30 minutes, not something to write home about. And when it comes time for Moody and Gary Payne, the second to come back, that's going to be an issue. If you're taking minutes from Kaminga Moody or Gary Payne, the second in favor of Andrew Wiggins. I am praying he's playing to increase his trade value. I don't want, I'm sorry, I just don't like him being a part of the long-term uh, a future for the Warriors just because I think for whatever reason, he's washed. Your thoughts, Kylan? Uh, and you think DeJounte Murray's washed? Wait, we'll reframe the question. Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins. Oh, Andrew Wiggins. So I think Andrew, because I am thinking and my brain is turning already about the DeJounte Murray thing, because um, I think it's an interesting Sorry, I, I mentioned him first previously. So I'm sorry um, for throwing you off. No, 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 no. I just, I've been going back and forth with my brain. Um, Andrew Wiggins, 
I don't think we'll ever be the same player that he was with the Warriors. Sometimes a change of scenery is just what players need for yeah. Andrew Wiggins. That's what it took coming from the Timberwolves to the Warriors. And he was really excited. He talked about how he felt wanted by the Warriors. He felt like he needed that change of pace. He needed the system. I mean, maybe he needs that again. We don't know what he's dealing with behind the scenes, personal life, mental health. We know we went through something really difficult last year. Like maybe he needs a new place, a new system, new teammates, new everything to help get him back on track. Um, to me, I just think right now he's not a reliable secondary or third score, and the Warriors need that. Steph Curry needs help. Um, mm-hmm. The question – so I don't think that Andrew Wiggins is going to get back to where he was. No. As far as whether he's washed, I don't want to go that far because, like I said, he's not old. He's 28, mm-hmm. right? He's not. He's not that old. Um, and I do think, there, as we saw when he came to the Warriors, there's the opportunity that maybe a different situation he – starts to bring back that spark because to me it's i don't know it's just like the aggression the spark is missing like it's not Mm -hmm. even it's it's just an odd it's an odd situation to me maybe going somewhere else in in a fresh look um and a new situation would help bring that out in him so i don't want to say he's washed but i don't think if he's happy if he's unhappy with the warriors that's going to change and to me, like, it looks like he's unhappy. It looks like he doesn't want to be there. And I don't yeah. know. It may not be anything that the organization or the Warriors have done. Who knows, like I said, what he's going through in his life. But, like, to me, I just don't think when he goes out and plays, he's bringing the intensity he brought from the Warriors championship run. Like, he doesn't look – like, he was smiling in post games after. He was playing with just a ton of authority, aggression, confidence, intensity, joy. Like, I just – it doesn't look like it's there. Um, so, you know, if that's the case, I just think, hey – move on maybe he can refine that and reconnect with that somewhere else yeah um but i do want to get to get into the Dejounte murray thing whenever you're ready let's do it let's do it let's uh let's let's pay some bills real fast um and then okay. we'll we'll talk about Dejounte murray uh and a couple other of, of other trade targets as well um the rumor mill is relatively quiet but it is not fully quiet and, and real fast with wiggins i when I say washed i'm speaking relatively like i i think he does have years left in his nba mm-hmm. career but He's not the player he was, and Correct. it's just it is crazy. It is it is one of those weird things where who knows? Ten years from now, suddenly it's we find out what really happened. A couple of people in the chat are pointing out the same thing that came up yesterday that some people think he's complacent or, or his yeah. contract is a factor. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah, um, Minnesota fans, all they ever say is that we're not surprised. That's all I ever hear from them because they had Wiggins on their team for like 7 years um but yeah it's 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 unfortunate and again if Moses Moody was not there waiting in the wings i don't think that urgency would be there as much to trade him but with, you, you got to play Moody i mean he's coming back soon and yeah. Kaminga is obviously showing he belongs what a game from Kaminga i love this kid the future is bright dub nation i'm i think i think ahead that's my mentality I agree. and, and and if two, three years from now, my Lord, I, I I cannot wait to see what happens with this kid. Um, Let's pay some bills. And next up is another relatively new sponsor of the program. Let me find my little thing here. There we go. And that is Hungry Root, which I think, Kylan, this is the second time I'm reading this ad. The first time you weren't here uh, when I talked about it. And I remember this vividly because my entire angle for talking about Hungry, hungry Root was if you are living the bachelor or bachelorette lifestyle, finding quick, easy meals is the way to go. But Kylan, you're living the married life. Is something like Hunger Root also appealing on your side of the spectrum? Yeah. 
I mean, definitely. Okay. We're still on the go. We're busy. Like having that extra convenience um, with delivery is always awesome. Absolutely. And it, let's say you're trying to save some money. So, and you don't want to always use like DoorDash or you don't want to always mm -hmm. use like Instacart. You want to do something that's more, a little more fresh, a little more uh, cheaper. And maybe you like to cook, right? And that's where Hungry Root really comes into play for you. Um, obviously you're saving money, right? It's, 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 it's almost com comparable to buying groceries. Hungry Root delivers the ingredients and it sets you up for cooking these meals. Um, you're saving up to 30% on food waste each week, mm -hmm. uh, with Hungry Root and you're saving time. Customers save an average of five hours per week using Hungry Root without the stress of grocery shopping, meal planning, it's the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries, simple recipes, all in one place. They even have this cool quiz you can take to help guide you to what uh, items you should be shopping for. And right now, Hungry Root is offering Locked On NBA channel listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash on. To get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies, that's HungryRoot.com slash locked on. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One final segment with the beautiful and talented Kylan Mills. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For the everydayers, we are back at it tomorrow night with Warriors and Kings host game. Kylan, we talked about DeJounte Murray. He plays for the Atlanta Hawks. Did you see him, by the way, before we get into it? Uh, I posted this on – I'm on threads at Dog Wild, so I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, DeJounte Murray clapped back at a couple of Atlanta Hawks – um bloggers i don't know what they were they're like fa fan accounts I'm, I'm gonna actually pull this up so i can read it verbatim did you have a chance to see what no, I, I haven't did? seen this so you're i would love to hear more about it it's awesome it is awesome um and in fact here i'll share my screen so the youtube viewers can can also see this image as well uh i for some reason this just in was endearing to me i i simply because i i feel like he was accurate so there was an account called uh I did uh, actually. I did I, I saw some of this, yeah. But sorry, go ahead. <laughs> there's a lot of cursing on this actually. Yeah, I was gonna there. say you might want to be yeah, <laughs> be yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, my bad, my bad. -bombs. Uh, yeah, my bad on that. Sorry, uh, for the visual for the people watching this. If you have children at home, my sincerest apologies. So basically, what he wrote is uh to the two accounts, both of y'all MFers are lame as F, just running <laughs> your MFing mouth. Long story short. Uh, he basically defended himself because he's, he was accused of his defense regressing in favor of his shooting increasing. Um, but the part that I really love that he wrote was, quote, you can't touch nobody in this soft ass league today. So who really is able to play real defense? There ain't nobody blowing past me because it's a pride thing. So he just basically clapped back at these guys. I thought it was hilarious. But there was a report out there that that the asking price for DeJounte Murray, if you want to plug him from the Hawks, is two first-rounders. Um, I love this kid. I actually think he would be a great fit for the Warriors. I don't think it solves the, the, the ultimate issue, which is getting a big player who can give you easy baskets, who can protect the rim. But it also wouldn't hurt to add him. 
Um, is two first rounders a lot for you? Uh, would you do it if you if they take Wiggins's contract? What are your thoughts on Dejounte Murray? The Warriors are in such a tough position right now because I think if you look at any of these trades or these players as individuals, it's not going to be enough to put the Warriors over the hump. It's not going to be enough to put them into contention. So at that point, is it worth trading future first rounders, lottery picks? Is it worth? I saw a number of articles that were suggesting Jonathan Kaminga would be needed in a trade, which I know we both are very against. But uh, to me, it's just what price are you willing to pay if this individual is not going to put the Warriors over the edge into being a serious championship contender? Mm-hmm. I don't think that alone he does. Now, if they make a multitude of moves and several upgrades, then maybe yes. So it's hard just with the Warriors situation right now to like define whether or not these trades would be worth it in terms of the asking price by themselves without knowing what else the Warriors would be cooking up. Um, I think DeShante Murray is an interesting possible piece. He's good both offensively and defensively. I don't think he's like great or outstanding, but he's good on both ways. So that's something that the Warriors could use. Mm-hmm. Averaging right around 21 points per game could be a reliable secondary score which the Warriors have lacked Clay Thompson at times has stepped up JK now you know becoming a secondary scorer but he's still very young and not consistent um so I think he could provide that consistency a more experienced presence than JK who could put up 20 a night um I I would love to see him in Kerr's motion offense he's worked a lot um in mostly just a ball screen offense. So I think he would be able to adjust to the system. It'd be interesting to see what a backcourt would look like with him and Steph Curry. But at the same time, you just pointed out, I still think the Warriors' biggest need is an athletic big. Mm-hmm. He's 6'5", 180. And to me, also looking at the possibility of needing to replace what Wiggins does on the wing, I do like Moses Moody stepping up in a three spot. But at the same time, if Wiggins continues to play poorly – there's not that depth piece as well. Even adding a wing, I mm-hmm. would prefer it. And Wiggins, 6'7", 200 about, still has that additional length over DeJounte Murray that I think the Warriors need because they are already small. So that's kind of the drawback for me is that I still feel like positionally the Warriors need more size and length than what he has to offer. But on the positive side, he's a good defensive player. I think he would be really fun to watch in this Warriors offense. I do think Steph needs more help, and that could be a backcourt that makes sense for the Warriors. Um, but I don't think it's enough to put the Warriors over the edge. One thing that has been suggested is could the Warriors also pick up Clint Capella and add that to the mix? I did see that in a couple articles. Um, would that DeAndre Hunter, if I'm pronouncing his first name right? Uh, that's another name I've seen linked as well that that you could also make a move for. Uh, a lot, I don't know why he didn't play tonight, he must have been hurt, but um, I I, I like what I like your I like your your line of thinking here. I mean, if you could also get Capella. That's so that's what I'm saying. Then you're two birds, one stone. You're adding a big, the size, the center. I still think that, and I liked Draymond Green at the five tonight. And I still think that he can be effective, but depending on the matchup, that's not going to be enough. And to me, one of the players who's majorly regressed is Kevon Looney. He never was quick enough to compete with a lot of fives. And to me, now he's even slower. Yeah. It's not looking good for the Warriors. So it's like to add a five also would be huge or someone that can play the five because Dre can't be the only guy. I like Trace Jackson Davis, but he's still a rookie. That's a lot to ask. So I kind of like the pairing of the two, but then the question still becomes, what do the Warriors have to give up to get both those guys? How would that work? I will say this. If the Warriors can pull off a trade where 
they're they're getting back both DeJounte Murray and Clint Capella. You're getting Andrew Wiggins' contract off your books. Throw in some Corey Joseph so Steve Kerr does not have that crutch anymore. Throw in Corey Joseph so we don't have to watch him anymore. I, I could totally just, you're helping You're talks. helping Steve Kerr by taking away his, his crutch. If you can do that, I, I look, I call me crazy. The but the what the Western Conference, in my humble opinion, we your top two teams are young. They're very inexperienced when it comes to the postseason. The Denver Nuggets are not the same team they were a year ago. I still consider them to be the favorites. But I, call me crazy. You know, maybe I am. And this is where maybe my bias is creeping in. But I really don't think so. I'm, I'm trying to look at this objectively. I don't think the season is lost for the Golden State Warriors. I don't. They're only three games below 500. I feel like most of their issues is their own coach getting in the way by playing the wrong players, not developing the right players, not understanding how much bigger this league has gotten. But if, look, he has won four titles, and he so he knows how to win. I don't think the season is lost. Do you? I think the Warriors have to make a trade. I, I'm not saying the season is lost, but I think the roster as is isn't championship contenders. Agreed. So, but let's I, say they make a know, move like that. So I'm somewhere in between. I think a couple upgrades – the season's not lost. I think as is, I'm not confident this team can make a run to the championship. If you can, but if you can trade Wiggins, Corey Joseph, two uh, yeah, first round I like, picks. I like the suggestions you made. I'm just laughing at Corey Joseph's name. Even being said. <laughs> I mean, look, Steve, Steve Kalawas is right. He's in the MVP discussion. So he's got a lot of value. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to throw in the first round picks. Um, and I see a lot of people me mentioning uh, Lori Markin. I, I read you loud and clear. Yeah, I, you, it's just that I don't know how realistic that is. I don't I even agree. know if Jazz will trade him. I, you know, um, and then Kyle Kuzma. You and I just talked about this yesterday. I wouldn't hate yep. that trade. I really yeah. would not. I would not. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Um, Bobby Marks threw out a trade on ESPN today, uh, <laughs> which was not a popular one. It, it, but he said the most ideal trade for the Warriors. And I see the clock. We're almost done is Wiggins and Corey Joseph. And he mentioned he, he threw in Corey Joseph to the Detroit Pistons uh, for Alec Burks and Monte Morris, simply because those two contracts are expiring. So you're getting Wiggins contract off your books. I don't know if that helps the team this year, but I just wanted to throw that out there as yeah, well. Yeah, I um, like I like throwing that out there. Uh, someone, said yeah. in the comments, <laughs> someone said in the comments, I got to find it again, Corey Joseph is the LA Fitness MVP. And I just was laughing in my head. <laughs> Even what did they say? What they say? I'll try to find. It. He said they said he's the LA Fitness MVP. So I, ah, I, there. You, yes, he is. Yes, absolutely. Um, anyways, all right, Kylan, you you've got a busy rest of the week. Yeah. Uh, good luck to you. You're traveling. You're you're covering the. Yep, you're starting days. teaching up again, so you're going to be busy too. Yeah, I yeah, I don't. I'm I'm I'm, I'm in denial about that. Uh, everyone have a great night. It, it, the Warriors did win. They look good. It was good to see, it was good to see them again. I love that part. I miss Warriors basketball. So. Bye-bye. Night-night.